Hello and welcome to The Playlist, Music with Mrs. LC podcast. Today I am interviewing Eric Cook, principal of Diley Middle School, trying to get his perspective on the start of the 2020 school year. Hey everyone, and welcome to the playlist Music with Mrs. Elsie podcast. Today I have Mr. Eric Cook here today with us. Hi, Eric. Hi, how are you? He's one of the busiest people I know, so the fact that I'm getting 15 minutes is kind of awesome. So I won't keep you forever, but um, we're here today to basically talk about just getting different perspectives as we get ready to start the new school year. I think we all kind of get into a little bubble and we forget that everyone's going through something different. So we're going to just kind of talk about that today. But first, what a time to transition to a new school, Eric. Like, <laughs> it's one thing to switch buildings. It's another to switch buildings during the apocalypse, you know. So what has that been like for you? Um, it's been a challenge, honestly. Um, I've been at the high school. I've been at the junior high. A lot of people don't know when I first started doing um, my student teaching and my field observations, I was actually placed in the middle school. Okay. And I, I love the middle school. Um, I love fifth and sixth graders. But then when um, you know I got into the district, which was in 1999, there was a position in the junior high and that's when we were all one junior high. So I started my career off there um, and then we split into two. I actually was moved over to Lakeview and I was there for about five to seven years. Then I went into administration, I went up to Central, and then I got chosen as the Ridgeview head principal about five years ago. So from an administrative aspect of it, you know, there's a lot of things that I think of with the schedule secondary level. Mm -hmm. So I know the routines in high school, I know the routines in junior highs. I haven't yet been able to see like the real routines of the middle school. So just not knowing what you don't know, um, Mm -hmm. that just adds a little anxiety. I mean, we're, we know how to schedule and re- do all the routines and everything like that, but just not being through it, right. that's the only thing that kind of adds to we, the and, and we have a really bizarre schedule at the middle school. We have like a trimester thing that goes against a semester split thing with specials that it's a little weird. <laughs> so it's not just those blocks of certain numbers of minutes, which is probably what you're used to. But yeah, once you see it, it, it will it will click. But yeah, it's the unknowns I think are the struggle for everybody right now. Just anything yeah. that we don't know. So that totally makes sense. Which leads us into kind of the, the topic of the day, which is just how we can all benefit from learning about people's perspectives and what they're going through. Because I just know for me, like maybe it's just me, but like when I get stressed, I am, I am not a good listener. I am not a good empathizer. And I think when people are stressed and it's like, especially right now, it's this prolonged extreme situation for everybody, like everywhere. I know it just makes me internalize everything and it's all about my struggle, my anxiety, my family. And I get real me, 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 me when I'm stressed out. And because of that, I don't listen well. I don't reach out and ask anybody how they're doing because I'm too into my stuff. And so when you multiply that like across the board with everybody, everyone's kind of doing the same thing. And when we don't talk, then we can't learn and we can't figure it out, you know? So if, you know, from your perspective as a building principal, if you, 
you know, and you can give me a couple things, but like, what is your biggest, like right now in this moment, as things, as we know that they're going to be for now, what is the biggest challenge that you're looking at right now that you're just really struggling with? Or oh. you can say a couple things. I mean, I'm sure there's not one, just one, but. Yeah. I mean, where do you start? Right. Oh. So. I think the, the biggest priority, number one, is obviously in this world that we live in now with this pandemic that's happening. You know, how can I possibly set up the building and the routines and the standard operating procedures with everybody in mind to tr try to keep everybody safe? Mm. You, know, you know, the biggest struggle is that I always try to put myself in other people's shoes mm. when I'm thinking of things. And so it doesn't matter what you believe in, what politics, mm. what side you swing on a fence with mask, no mask, that kind of stuff, you know, I, I just come down to overall, how can I make sure that everybody is comfortable and everybody is safe in the building? So, and then the unknowns with that, like what variables, you know, will evolve out of this that maybe nobody has ever even thought about that we'll just have to adapt to and change things around and make it better. So those are the priority number one. So that's, that's, that's it. I mean, that's the unknown. That's the main thing that's that I struggle with the most right now because yeah. I mean we put I think a pretty good procedure and plan in place and we have our standard operating procedures for about everything that we can think of but you know obviously there's always something out there that could happen that nobody ever thought about before so those are just the things that I have a hard time wrapping my head around. Are you the kind of person like do you really take it on yourself if something goes wrong or something like do you is that like a heavy burden you carry? Or can you, I, I know I would, cause I'm just very sensitive. Or are you able to understand like I can't do everything or like which one are you? <laughs> I think I'm more of the prior, the first one where I, I take all the burden. Mm -hmm. um, if something doesn't go right, even if it's not my fault or anything like that, it's going to be my fault. So I, I take that on like, sure. well, maybe I could have done this better. Maybe I could have communicated this better. Maybe I could have got, so I try to work with people in that regards. And again, like even when there's situations that pop up or, you know, with individual circumstances, I try to take the circumstance by how it's being presented to me and try to live in that person's shoes. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously some of the decisions I'm going to have to make aren't going to always be agreed upon, um, but I am at least willing to listen mm -hmm. and then I'll have to decide. And, you know, I try to live my life that way just to be empathetic and try to think that way with individuals and you know sometimes when I give answers that people don't necessarily like they they might not think that but truly I do I worry about those kind of things and I I want to make sure that I'm trying to help out as best I can but sometimes I, I have to make rough decisions and that's just part of leadership it is and I think sometimes when all of us are in our little bubble of stress we don't think about that part about like you have just as much that you're struggling with in a different direction and it affects a lot of people and that's not an easy place to be and the decisions are not like no one's getting out easy right now like no one's getting off easy um and i think we have to be more sensitive to just like your leadership and all of the people that are up there making decisions for everybody it's just tough it's a really tough thing um what would you what is something that you would want your teachers to know about you or about how you process stuff or how you deal with things? Like if, if you could tell them ahead of time, like this is how I, this is how I do things 
just so you know <laughs> what would you say that when a decision is being made i really try to think it through mm -hmm. um, i'm just not making a decision just to make a decision i will really try to think of in everybody's shoes um i care deeply about people uh, I want them to have a positive uh, relationship or atmosphere to come to school. It doesn't matter if it's a parent that's coming in, a student coming in, or a staff member. You know, I think this should be a good atmosphere. Now, obviously, I'm not going to be able to control everything. Right, right. Um, and I do try to do that, and that's some of the things that I got to try to get better at myself. Uh, so within the district, and one things that I really try to practice is E plus R equals O. Mm -hmm. And so I, you have these events in life and how you're going to respond to them produces either a negative or a positive outcome for you. Mm -hmm. And so if somebody chooses to do things, even though I'm trying to do my best for them, or I can't control their emotions, I can't control how they're going to react, I can't control certain things that maybe they have to deal with. You know, and that's hard for me because, you know, I took the color test and I'm a blue. Me I care too. about I'm a blue. <laughs> I care about everybody. I and I care about everyone. I, I worry about them and all that kind of stuff. So this is definitely something I got to work on. But, mm -hmm. you know, that's one thing that I think staff and students uh, need to know about me is that that's the way I am. So, but I, I need to work on that, on that I can't control other people's actions. I, I just got to make sure that I have a good response and try to produce the best outcome I can. And do you, do you have any like go-to things that you do for like self-care, like disconnect, get away, do something, even if it's 10, 15, 20 minutes of your day that you just disconnect? What are your like top things that you do? Oh, geez. Um, lately it's been that um, my sons play baseball and mm -hmm. so I help coach and I help join them. So like my therapy is when they ask me to throw bullpen sessions Oh, okay. I repeat to the kids. That's probably my most favorite thing to do right now, just to unwind. Um, Cause you're not thinking about anything else in that, like you're just throwing correct. the ball, you know? Yeah. And I'm helping kids like, yeah. you know, like coaching is very similar to teaching in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And so when I'm out there again, like I feel like I'm out in the classroom and it doesn't matter what age it is. I just want to help people. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, whatever knowledge I have and I can help them, maybe to discover something or, Hey, do you ever think about this? Or, Hey, do you understand this is why we're doing this? Like, you know, we're catching this way or when you swing, all that kind of stuff. That's, I just get back into the groove of that's my why. That's why I got into this in the first place. That's my happy zone. So that's, yeah. that's good. We have, you have to do that. I think um, I get, I get in this rut of like, I just have to keep working and working and working or else, people will think I'm lazy or they think I won't doing it, not doing anything. And you can just burn yourself out. You're not winning anything when you're exhausted <laughs> and stressed and short temper. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous, you know? So I try to get outside and even just walk around the block a little bit, breathe actual oxygen from the earth and not from a building. You know, I force myself out because I can get really internalized and and just not take care of myself so it's important that you're doing that and i'm glad that you are because you guys need it every bit as much if not more than the teachers need it i definitely need to get out and exercise more that's for sure yeah that's <laughs> the other thing the ball okay i mean yeah, i know <laughs> not the same as you know intense cardio but right right you you gotta do what you can you know um and one last question this is music related. Okay. Yeah. You ready for this? 
What is a, a guilty pleasure song for you? Like it comes on the radio, you crank that up and you shamelessly sing along. What is that song or a song? Oh man. Um, it really depends on the genre for me. Okay. I my the genre that I grew up listening to and I love the most is Motown. Oh like, yeah, Motown, awesome. Motown just fills my heart. Uh, R&B, hip hop, I like that too. This last pat and I'm a mixed bag, I guess, because I like all different things. I'll listen mm -hmm. to anything. I'll go. From I'm the same way. I'll go to Latin. I'll go to jazz. Uh, right now, I'm kind of on a like bluesy country type of feel. So okay. like Chris Stapleton, that kind of oh. stuff. But I uh. really like that has a lot of soul, but yet a little bit different. But if I had to go to a guilty pleasure, oh yeah, this should be crank. embarrassing. <laughs> I gotta go '80s then. I gotta That's go. Fine. 80s. Mine is '80s too. <laughs> I mean, there's a couple good '80 tunes that I like that I'll, I'll sing out loud. Uh, Journey is probably one of them that I'll go to. Don't okay. Stop and that kind of stuff. So Goodbye. if we have karaoke night, we're cranking up some "Don't Stop Believing," some Journey. I, I will tell one. you. I can do that one. Um, I don't care where I am or who I'm with or whether it is socially appropriate or not. If Africa comes on by Toto, I am like full, I am full out interpretive dance and every word to that song. It's embarrassing for anyone around me, but I can't, it's just, it's in my blood. I can't get away from it. Well, I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> <laughs> Guilty pleasure as well too. I love Snoop Dogg. I, I, oh my I, gosh, yes! When that song comes. Any song, I I will sing with Snoop Dogg. I love Snoop Dogg. I just had a conversation with somebody, the other like maybe two weeks ago, about how like it is just impossible to not like Snoop Dogg. <laughs> yeah, I, I, is the greatest. I yeah, we all I love, love him. So you're in good company. So. Well, thank you so much for coming and giving me some of your time today because I know that it is in short supply, but um, I truly do appreciate it. And I think it would benefit all of us to kind of think about what you guys are, are going through as leaders of, of these buildings. I, um, I don't envy you. I have the utmost respect for you, but I don't, it's tough. Leading is tough. And sometimes we forget that when we're like all wrapped up in our own little stress ball. So um, as always, if you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash the playlist LC and you can follow us on YouTube um, with music with Mrs. LC. So thank you so much for coming again, Eric. And I appreciate you taking time for us and we will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. <laughs> Thanks.